Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 3, Episode 2, titled Queens in Space. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one galactic co-host from show business. Please say... <laughs> to Adam... <laughs> Salandra. Hello, Adam Salandra. How are you? Hi, Joe. How are you? How have you been? You know, I shouldn't, I just thought about, I should have thought of a better pun, you know, but, the, but then they use Uranus, which is such a dumb, but you know what's so funny? I'm already talking about the episode. <laughs> hey, jump right in. Is, is it because a quick little aside. For some reason, season three, maybe because it's not widescreen and it's not SD and it looks like it was, it looks like it was filmed a hundred years ago. It really does. I uh, I forgive the dumb puns, and I don't know why there I forgive it, but season 13, I'm like, ugh. Interesting. Well, you know, maybe you can also assume, okay, this was 100 years ago, maybe these were sort of new ideas. Like, yeah. even though I have heard Uranus since before I actually understood why kids were joking about Uranus, um, so to say, all my life. Why were they joking about my anus? Hi, everyone. My name's Joe Batanz, and I'll be at the Irvine Improv this weekend with Frank and Frank. <laughs> Rob Nett and um, Lori Rockenkamp. You know, uh, I just realized, I don't know if you've ever realized this. Probably not. We we did a special episode of uh, for the Patreon for Newlywed Game. You were the host. Yes. You were so oh, fantastic. You were so good. You had a fun time doing it? Loved it. By How, the way, and did you? I did, but you know that people on Discord are already calling for a rematch. Really? They why did they think you didn't win fair and square? Uh, well, by the way, most of the people are being led by Lori. Uh, she <laughs> she thinks that the questions weren't chosen. She so what we so if there's a rematch, what Lori and I have decided that she and I will choose like a hundred questions mm-hmm. that we like, and then. If Brie produces it again, she can choose among those hundred questions. I think we want to tend towards the what's their favorite shampoo. Some more favorites. Just like how do you know your partner? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because all of the questions okay. people were determined were hard. Well, that, now that I agree with. But let me tell you, mm-hmm. I thought it was great, so I, I'd be down to get yeah, but the on the re- But wait, hold on. On the rematch. Yeah. Because now that the SIG others weren't on it. Yeah. We want to get a Jay Ellis. We want to get a U in there. Maybe Taylor Great. should host. Maybe Taylor should host. And then your fiance, even though by the time this airs publicly, he'll be your husband. Is that going to be weird for you to say? Is that going to be weird for you to learn to say? Uh, no, because for some reason, at one point in time, fiance, the word fiance, it got like someone said like, oh, it sounds so pretentious. So I, ne- I actually say husband instead of fiance, even though it's not true. So I'm already there. Very, very interesting. Um, but yes, that's great. If he doesn't have to appear, we'll play. I want to know what he knows. I also wanted to ask you something that will make no sense to anyone listening, especially if I'm the Patreon supporter. But on a recent episode <laughs> of Shady Pines, one that yeah. just dropped yesterday, so I was listening to it. Okay. Yeah. We were talking about how at the Groundlings, they don't let uh, men play women and women play men. Correct? This is a correct statement that Lori made. It is. I don't know if they've changed it, but certainly in my yes. time, that is yes. correct. And we were talking then about her teacher. I think you were frozen and you didn't hear this, but that her teacher, Drew Drogi, would constantly scold Lori about this. And uh, and he's your friend, her teacher. 
And my question is, when I was thinking about this, I'm like, why didn't I think about this then? I was actually really mad. But Drew Droge's most iconic character <laughs> is him playing a woman. Yes. Yes. I don't, I think my guess is that was a case of do as I say, not as I do. Like he had, he was going by groundlings rules because he was mm-hmm. employed by groundlings. But mm-hmm. if he was teaching his own class, I don't think he would say squat about such a thing. Okay. Surely. Uh, most of his things are, he's a woman. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Um, Definitely. Oh, really? So that must be very weird for him to be like, it must be very weird. <laughs> well, no, but you know what's one of these things is, I'm sure you've heard this before. To break the rules, you have to know the rules. Yeah, that's right, too. So if you're going to begin an improv class, don't, because then it, it, you're not learning the rules. So, and by the way, we both agree, and just for people listening later who didn't listen to the Patreon episode on Shady Pines, none of us thought that that was a good groundlings principle and that we think it's good that they're changing. But I, I could see why maybe that's why they do it. Even My, I, I always assumed it was that they like people try and lean on that as a crutch is like, oh, yes. the joke is I'm being a girl, and yes. so you're not actually doing the work. Yes. yes. Um, but I, but again, who know? Who's to know? Yeah, because Drew Drogi as Chloe Seventy, the joke isn't that he's a man playing a woman, right? He's he's doing the the improvisational work, and he happens to be in a wig. Yes, very very good. Uh, anything else going on in your world? You know, everyone should know. I was texting with Adam. There was a, a debate about whether we were going to record today and whether, well, I don't know, all this jazz, right? And, uh, I, so I had a bunch of things to talk to him about, about and I was like, we're, we're doing all this texting. Let me call you. I go, can we, can we just talk this on the phone? And then I just, I'm looking at my phone and there's just nothing, no bubbles. <laughs> Then I see the bubbles come That's up really and then true. they go away. And then true. I'm like, oh God, what is going on? And he's like, actually, I'm really busy. It's not, it's close to true. <laughs> but it's, but I don't know that there was, I actually made you wait a lot today because I was busy at work. But I, I'm pretty sure during that moment when you said there was a phone call, I had still had the phone in my hand and we were going back and forth. Mm. I mean, I, we have receipts, but I'm not gonna <laughs> really sit here and debate them. Are you? Are you? By the way, you know, it, we're in a weird time here for people listening in the future. In that the vaccine is rolling out, people are trying yes. to get the vaccine. People are trying to get lax, loosey goosey, as we will, uh, with their coronavirus standards. Where are you on? Are you still very strict lockdown and all that? I currently am, yeah. Other than uh, there's uh, my best friend in the world, world, world lives here. She moved back right at the start of the pandemic, which was mm-hmm. very unfortunate for her. So we sort of had like a pod throughout as though mm-hmm. we did live together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sh- I'm back like seeing her and I'm back being okay eating in a restaurant outside. Okay. Um, but I'm – and I'm slowly ready to tip to – I mean I'm fully right re- Mentally, I'm ready to be mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. But – I'm really now starting to be think, okay, is the wedding going to be okay? I thought it was. And then Sean made it seem like, you know what? There could still be ish, like uh, restrictions where we can have people or if everyone wear a mask, which does not sound 
cute to me at all. So that's sort of where my thoughts are more about the wedding. Whereas now I'm like, let's, I'm slowly allowing myself to live again, which is great. We're tricky because I believe Biden has said, once again, it's going to make no sense to anyone in the future. We're, we're talking to <laughs> a time capsule right now. We'll see if we were right. Yeah. But Joe Biden has said that he wants, I think the entire country vaccinated by July and your wedding's in August. I want that too. But yeah. you know, I've wanted a lot of things from the government over the years and. Mm-hmm. Who's to say? Who's to say, Adam Sindler? I'll tell you what we can say. What? This week, the girls try to use their ESP to see who is the BEST at reading their friends' minds. In the Maxi Challenge, the girls, divided in teams, will be starring in their very own space-themed movie trailer. Mimi's loud, Phoenix is invisible, Shangela and Alexis sync up, and Delta fails to impress the judges. On the main stage, it's a two-way tie! For the win between Shangela and Alexis in the bottom, Delta and Phoenix are forced to go head-to-head in a lip-sync battle for their lives. In the end, Delta lives to see another day while Phoenix is asked to sashay away. Adam Salandra from show business, name two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. Okay, I would love to. Go ahead. Uh, the first thing I loved from the second I saw her walk out in the, in the beginning was the fact that Lily Tomlin was a guest. I love, 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 love Lily Tomlin. Sure. Now, I don't know that she provided anything as a judge, of course, but, but just to have her there was a calming presence for me. Okay. So I like that. And here's the other thing I liked. That these sketches that they did, their first acting challenge of the season, uh, that they were trailers for a movie instead yes. of full sketches. Yes. Oh, I didn't think about I that. I thought that was yes. great because the sketches very often leave a lot to be desired. Yes. And by making it a trailer, they got, it was sort of like a loophole that they didn't have to worry about the plot that they were sort of. Yes leaving around it was just like here's a preview and so you could just have little moments happening and i don't remember them ever doing it that way again no i don't know not that i can think of you're right which is a really smart way of doing it actually yeah i liked that they can just write dumb jokes and there's not a whole through line and stuff Uh, what's the one thing you didn't like uh you know you and i are not runway experts when it comes to the looks Mm mm-hmm but because I'm doing this show with you, I'm yeah. like really tuning in to say, sure. you know, what I have to say. And sure. I realized there was re- there was just really nothing. The runway looks were all very meh for me, um, especially for like a galactic-y theme. Yeah. Was that the theme? Uh, there could have been cool. And they're perfect. Like they weren't horrible, but there was nothing that excited me. So that's my dislike. I could see what you're saying, and we can talk about it when we get to the looks. And you know, you and I just talk about the looks in general. But I feel right. like a look like Delta Space look, if she did it now, would be like instant boot. You know, that's sure. like that is embarrassing. Whereas then RuPaul was actually willing to forgive her. Like she was like, oh well, once I she explained, I actually saw what she was going for, and blah 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 blah. But I don't think that that would not fly now. That would be seen as an embarrassment. That's very true. I'm looking at it through season 13 eyes where they have to, you know, have designers make everything for them. So, yeah, no H&M for me. uh, And I want to before I get into what I was going to talk about, I didn't even think about Lily Tomlin. It's so funny because I, I have to wonder where Lily Tomlin's career was at that point in season three. It's 10 years ago. Because why was she? On season three of a logo reality show about drag queens. Yeah. Especially back then. Yeah. But I think I think she's had peaks and valleys. Sure. You know? Right now she's on a, on a peak. 
because of Grace and Frankie. Is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah, Grace and Frankie, uh-huh. and she was in that grandma movie, and so like she's sort of like the darling right now. But I think maybe at that time she was kind of like this forgotten legend. You know what was the movie? It was it was before this, I guess. And I I I don't. Jason Schwartzman was in it, and uh, Dustin Hoffman, and she like there was like a video that was leaked of her fighting yeah. with the director. I heart I, Huckabee's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the last thing I remember her in before Grace and Frankie. But what do I know? Yeah. Mm. Nothing. Yeah. Topo I Chico. I, yeah, Topo Chico. No, it's just regular. I'm everyone. I just took a big sip of water. I don't know what this is. It doesn't have like a brand. Oh, Eternal. It's one of those fancy that's in the back. Oh, it's called Eternal me. Naturally Alkaline Spring Water. And I, why is you? Maybe you know this. Why is alkaline? Why should I be happy that it's alkaline? Um, I think that the answer is because we intake so much acid in our mm-hmm. diet, and coffee is acidic, so yeah. you want to balance it. You a coffee drinker? As a matter of fact, I am right now, 6.30 oh, p.m. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, no, 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 no. I will, if I have to get yes. shit done, I will drink coffee. But I, if I drink coffee any, at past 9 a.m., I'll be up all night. Wow. Oh, yeah. I mean, I get that in general, but nine's early. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's very, very early in the day. If I drink, I'm, I'm, I'm up. Even, like, um, last Saturday, I had coffee at... I get up early on Saturdays, like at six in the morning, seven in the morning. I had coffee to get ready for Drag Race recap, and that night I wasn't wired but tired. But I was very like, yeah. <laughs> at night, that that's like wild. Fifteen, sixteen hours later, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could never. That's wow. insane to me. Oh, that's the two things I talked about the episode. One thing I didn't. Okay, um, I actual. Let me see. Okay, Untucked is iconic, and I have a. I had not watched it. I don't think I've actually ever seen this Untucked episode, actually. Because I didn't really know Untucked existed until, like, season four. Because mm-hmm. um, it was, like, an... Was that was it an online... Sh- I don't know. No, it was on the sh- channel by then. I don't know. I just wasn't watching it, right? Yeah, I don't know. I actually started during four as well, like, yeah. watching regularly. So yeah. I went back to watch this. So I bet I haven't seen them either. I've seen this episode because yeah. it's... Because, like, for instance, I, I, I... Now I understood the Heathers and Boogers thing. Well, they haven't said Heathers yet, but they, they started calling girls Boogers in this episode. They did, yeah. And but I cause I didn't understand because I don't think that really comes up in the episodes. I think this is mostly an untuck thing. Um, oh, I could be I could be wrong. I don't know. I haven't watched season three since it came out, so I could be one hundred percent wrong. But anyway, but the untucked is iconic, and I have a lot of uh, minds were changed on this viewing. Minds were oh. changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. About who? Shangela. Mm. Yeah, I think the people are wrong here on Shangela. I think it, I think the things are like we'll, we'll talk about when we talk about untucked. And then uh other thing I liked was I think like you know I I've said it before when we do these kinds of shows these these you know retrospectives is I love me a 40 minute drag race episode you know mm-hmm. well commercials I'm like boom boom wham it's like everything moves really really fast sometimes you feel a little robbed I didn't feel robbed today you know I, didn't I either. felt it was just the right amount of time and yeah. uh the thing I didn't like was um, actually, I might put this even in the light column. But all those queens clapping for Alessandra Torsani as if they knew who the fuck she was. <laughs> I thought the same thing. And then it cut to Shangela being like, 
so excited, like in her confessional, and yeah. then it cut to her in the workroom. They didn't even use a shot with her smiling. Like they couldn't oh, really? find. Oh yeah, she had no oh, idea. All she said in the confessional like, "Alessandra Torresani is fierce." Yeah, and then it goes back to a shot of her just yeah, stone face, no, no expressions. Yeah. <laughs> And I was just like, oh, oh, drag race when boobs for queens and Alessandra Torresani was who they got. Uh, those queens. were the I days. Um, all right. The next day, the girls enter the workroom to get ready for the day's challenge. After Shangela wipes the lipstick mirror message away, RuPaul enters the workroom to announce this week's mini challenge. The girls will pair up with their best Judies. Then, using their intuition, they'll try to guess the colors of items the girls are holding or wearing. After a series of clips where the queens get answers wrong and right, RuPaul names Phoenix and Mariah as the winners of the challenge. For the maxi challenge, the girls in two separate teams will be shooting a trailer for a sci-fi movie saga called Drag Queens in Outer Space. As the winners of the mini-challenge, Phoenix and Mariah are team captains. The teams are as follows. You know what? I'll get into the teams in, in the workroom. Let's do a discussion right here. Um, what did you think of that mini-challenge? What was the point of it? Yeah, it was so I mean, what's the point of any mini-challenge, of course? Yeah. But this was literally just a guessing game of random... They only showed clips for the most part of them getting it wrong. Yeah. I really found myself wondering what was going on. Well, it would, they, they don't do this as much. Sometimes they do. But I feel like a lot of times in the earlier days, up until fairly recently, they would do these things where they would have these mini challenges, but they would intentionally, word of the day, obfuscate how the queens did. And then they yeah. would go, oh, this is the winner. And you're like, how do I know that they're the winner? Like, Fully. Like, I have no and idea. And this one, they only showed two right, which was the winners. And then yeah. the rest, they were getting them wrong. Like, But, you know, they do guessing games where it's like, guess what kind of underwear the pit crew mm-hmm. boy has on. But at least that, the point of them is like, okay, you're looking at a hot guy. Like, yeah. what was happening here? It's yeah. just <laughs> guessing in the color of the boa. Yeah. Uh, yeah, or the, or the puppy, or no, what were they, a, a cat they were holding? Like, like a stuffed cat? A pussy cat. Yeah, a pussy cat. So they could, oh god, the dumb puns. <laughs> the dumb Duh. puns. But, you know, what's funny though, is there are some iconic meme shots from this, cause you have Delta oh. and Stacy in those turbans, which I've seen before when, you know, like something like, me trying to guess what my boyfriend is thinking. It's like Delta in like the, in like yes, the turban, yes, yes. like trying to think of what the other person's doing. So, um, so it served its purpose. It served its purpose, but it, uh, you're right. The mini challenge was sort of bizarre. There was no real skill. It was just purely guessing. Unless yeah. Ru- I could see RuPaul really thinking that there is such a thing as ESP. And that's a good point. It, that it might have been the idea. I was like, let's see who's got it. And yeah. apparently no one. All right, in the workroom. Now, here are the teams as follows. So, Team Phoenix, and we can talk about this, is Raja, Delta, India, Manila, and Carmen. And then Team Mariah is Jara, Sophia, Alexis, Mateo, Shangela, Stacy, and Mimi. Before we even get into my script <laughs> about this, let's talk about the choosing of the teams. Like, yeah. Phoenix chooses a somewhat iconic team, give or take. Yeah, yeah, her team is stacked, which, you know, maybe we didn't know then, but knowing what we know now, that's a yeah. stacked team. That's a stacked team. But, like, Mariah not choosing any of them? I mean, by that point, Raja and Manila are front runners. Right. They should be. I would think they'd be split up. For sure. Who did Who did Mariah pick first? Yara Sophia. That is a choice. Just based on 
I find that in the olden days when there was always Puerto Rican queens on, they always stumbled over the mm-hmm. English and the, and the scripts, mm-hmm. which that didn't happen here. But um, it's an interesting choice for first. I've pick. never realized how diverse this cast is. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, because Phoenix is white, but Raja is mixed race. Mm-hmm. Delta is Latinx, we'll say. Oh, I forgot about that. India yeah. is Latinx. Manila mm-hmm. is Filipino, half Filipino, half white. Carmen is Latinx. Mariah is black. Yara is Latinx. Alexis is Latinx. Shangela is black. Stacy is black. Mimi Wait, is white. The whites are the minorities. Yeah, and pretty soon they're going to be gone. Wow. Which, thank God, they were not. Whoa, wait. So most of the season, there's no white people. Yeah. I never thought that's of cool, that. That's cool, but weird. wild. I'm shocked. Yeah. It's, I didn't realize that. I mean, there's some halfers in there, like Manila. Yeah, stuff, I think, but, maybe, like, but still, still. I'm still counting them POC. They're not going to let them in the, in the Pride Bo- Proud Boys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Even though the head of the Proud Boys is Latino. But anyway... uh yeah, so, okay, so, anyway, so, but yeah, it's a weird choice that, I don't know how Mariah, but maybe Mariah was going, well, because I was going to initially say, maybe Mariah was going for the people of color, but, no, uh, but they all did, be. They, yeah, I don't yeah. know, anyway. Maybe her friends at the time, even though it was maybe only they were her. Well, it is mostly, yeah, it is sort of split up into the Heathers and the Boogers. Yeah, uh, that was the first time we heard Booger, Boogers, so I was, like, trying to see, was that the teams, and yeah. it was. yeah. All right, in the workroom, the girls get uh, to work on their team challenges. In the workroom, Team Phoenix starts to question the leadership abilities of Phoenix. Meanwhile, Mimi, 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 I'm first, is annoying the girls on her own team with her over-the-top antics and disruptive behavior. I can't read today. Uh, during the table visits with RuPaul, Phoenix surprises RuPaul, and the twin bots impress RuPaul with their line read. Meanwhile, on Team Mariah, Ru talks about how sequels usually suck adam salandra any thoughts on uh on the the workroom on the table visits like i said you know what's really weird about not a lot happens in this episode they're keeping it tight but i do have thoughts oh you do and they're about mimi Mm -hmm. and she she's i she was the most how do I put this properly? She was the reason that I enjoyed the episode, but it was because of my dislike of her, if that makes sense. Like all the Queens always make fun of her. And I always kind of thought, well, I assume that's kind of unfair. And you only mm-hmm. think of the no spoilers, but what happens during a, a future lip sync. Yeah. But no, she's actually insufferable. <laughs> she's so annoying. I, loud people, people who are like showboating is mm-hmm. just so annoying. Like, you, I don't think you need to steal attention, like demand it. Just, like, like we talked about Raja captures my attention and she's quieter, but the way Shangela had to be, and Shangela, who's loud as hell, had to be like, just read the script, please. You're, you're literally messing up because you're out here the, on the first read. She's yeah. like ad libbing and please calm down. Do you think, do you think, hear me out, Salandra. Okay. Do a lot of people call you by your last name? No. And you know what's funny? What? I used to hate it. I actually thought about this one time when I heard you say it, and I was like, oh, I don't mind him saying it at all. I used to hate it because it reminds me of the uh, elementary school. I felt yeah. like that's like what all the straight bros would say. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, it gives me anxiety. But no, no, I like my last name. So I went to an all-boys high school, and I don't think anyone ever called me Joe. I think they yeah. all called me Batance. Yeah. Hey, Batance. But, yeah. Yeah, there's two Scots in my uh, – 
on my team at work and everyone calls them by their last name because of it. And to me, I'm like, oh, I don't want to offend, mm-hmm. but they call each other by the last name, but that's my own uh, issues. Which is funny because my boyfriend works at a Starbucks where there are not one, not two, but a three Alyssa's. Wow. But no Edwards. No. Unfortunate. No. But, um, (laughs) beast! But, uh, but, uh, that was a horrible joke. I'm so embarrassed for myself and I'm cringing so hard. If you're cringing at home, join me, please. But oh, your beast? Uh, yeah, it wasn't. Oh. You know, I actually have. What's even more embarrassing is I have the sound drop right here. <laughs> and I should have. Oh just- my god! It literally right there. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh, <laughs> I uh, uh, I didn't use it anyway. Um. But uh, and and they 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 have like you know little Alyssa, manager Alyssa, tall uh, tall Sarah, and little Sarah, and I don't. So I often I have. God, this is, I, you know, oh, let me ask you this question. Oh, my God, this is a perfect question. I can't believe okay. I didn't ask you this because I don't know if you know this, but you're white. Okay? Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. And I have a question for you, and I want you to be completely honest because you don't know where I'm going with this. Okay? I definitely don't. Do you have a term of endearment for your fiancé? Like, like, and it could be even as simple as babe. Like cracker? Anything. Um... Babe, actually, yeah. Anything else besides babe? Uh, B for short, because okay. babe's kind of long, hard yeah. to say. <laughs> it is. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Aiden and I are the same way. Babe or baby, okay? Uh-huh. Sure. Classic. Standards. Cl- cl- standard issue. I almost would not yeah. even count them term of endearment, right? Agreed. Yeah, this is almost like, ah, relationship 101, you know? Right. And um, I was talking to my friend Adam... Oh. Different Adam, who's straight, and it came oh. out that then he this guy is has as a serial dater, serial relationships. I mean, he has so many. I've known him for years and years. He too many girlfriends to count. Then I'm talking about like sure. long term, you know, longish terms, months, years, whatever. Yeah, he's never used a term of endearment ever. What? Yeah, ever, and, ever. They just call each other by their names. And so then I was thinking, that's weird, right? So I was talking to our friend, Jay uh, Ellis. I was going to put like Jay, the master of, you know, something Ellis, but I can think. I was like, Jay Ellis, and he tells me that he and his boyfriend, Paul, they have zero terms of endearment. I am genuinely shocked. Yeah. I, everyone close to me in my life, Mm -hmm. so not just my fiance, Mm -hmm. if we call each other by real name, it's like, uh, what's wrong? Something, there's trouble. Yeah. I haven't called someone by their real name in, since the Mm nineties, at least. Yeah. Yeah. No. And the one, the one pass that Jay gets, now I wouldn't expect my friend Adam, who's kind of straight laced to do this. But Aiden and I also play, like, weird improv games. There are characters. There's whole things, right? And voices, special voices and stuff like that. No, I don't know if you and Sean do that. But um, uh, Jay did say he tries to do it with Paul, and Paul just shuts him down. But Jay still does it because it amuses him. What, like voices and stuff? Uh, I think he tries to do, like, some sort of improv scenes. (laughs) 
like play Zip Zap Zop before bed? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Jay's never told me. <laughs> what I do I is with Aiden is there's uh, – I talk about how I work at a fake – no, I don't call it a fake Starbucks. But I also work at Starbucks. Yeah. And everybody has their own names. Even in my, So even in my imaginary world, people have names. So there's like, you know, um, you know, pregnant Charlie, you know. Sure. Maybe pregnant Charlie, you know, uh-huh. uh, looks like she's pregnant Charlie. So like, and it, I'm always like, and I'll, and I'll tell these stories as if there's like, I'll go into the long stories about people who work at this imaginary. So I'm like, ugh, don't even get me started about Henry. He came. That is wild. Him. Yeah. Do you, do you and Sean do anything like that? We don't do that. No, we might, it, there might be a line or two of like something like that, but I, there would never be a story. I don't even let people tell me their dreams. I'm like, unless I'm like really heavily featured in it, this huh. didn't actually happen. So I don't need to hear it. It's so it's so funny you're saying that. My friend Shannon, who's a stand-up comic, her classic bit is about what you just said. Oh, about I stole it. She hates hearing people's dreams unless she's yeah. them. Yeah, it's really funny. That's right. I mean, that's that's a word for, word of – listen, let's put it this way. Mm-hmm. You can call me before I'm going to sit there and listen to – well, I don't know if that's true. Hand in hand. Oh, you mean the thing a that you said call? was a lie? Because earlier what? you just said me wanted to – you didn't want to talk to me on the phone. You said that was a complete lie, and now you've no, just no, no, admitted. No, 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 I said what the lie was was that I waited and hesitated and didn't know what to say. I th- I'm saying no. I immediately wrote back and said no. Mm-mm. In my opinion. There are receipts right here. I don't my <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, okay, so that's in the workroom. Yeah, well, let me just say, well, sorry, one thing we didn't say sure. is Mimi having the nerve to sit there and say, I think Phoenix didn't pick me because she's threatened by me. Oh, God. Imagine. First of all, there's only been one challenge, and why would the non-winner be the threat? Someone who barely passed by, well, in fact. Also, what? Wouldn't you look? Okay, wait, hold on for a second. I want before I, I, I realized I never got to my point. So let me just say this really, really oh, quickly. Okay. My question was: Do you? I don't even know how we got to where we got. But do you <laughs> think Mimi saw season two? Because Tyra did sort of similar antics and won. Interesting. Mimi, That'd be yeah. Tyra cool. would walk around the workroom singing and do all kinds of annoying shit, and she won. So do you think Mimi thought, well, Tyra did all these annoying things and won. Maybe I'll do annoying things and win. They like it when you do annoying things. That would be pretty clever, actually. But no, I think she's just annoying. And she oh, just okay. was not afraid to, to be herself, which is important. Do you know one thing that is unfortunate about uh, the current seasons mm-hmm. is that everyone know? I mean, the fans are just psychotic and they'll like tear everyone apart. If you say anything, you know, ironically, if you say something negative, they'll send you death threats because mm-hmm. that's just where we're at. So I'm, I feel a lot of Queens are hesitant to do what actually, do we talk about this already? To do what actually is happening in a stage of the show, just like shading on each other and all of that. So I feel like, Back then, they walked in a little more free to just like, this is who I am. This is how we normally interact. And it makes for a much more entertaining show. Uh, you're right. I agree with you. I, I, that's why I think maybe the show seems so much more authentic. Uh, yeah. 
back then. Uh, anything else you want to say about these work rooms, the table visits with RuPaul? They're very, very short. There's not really much to them. RuPaul, she's not at the stage yet where she's shading anybody. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just like she's talking or, to them. And let's fill her too. Yeah, what they talk about is just really like inconsequential. Like it's just like yeah, she's not trying to trap them. I mean, literally, one of the things she talks about is like she doesn't even ask them a question. What then? Then what we see, she just tells them that sequels suck, which I think is bizarre. <laughs> like as if like they're really making a real sequel. Uh, right, right. All right, so Thanks, Landra, really. go. Oh, why don't we take a break right now? When we come back, we will uh, continue with the show. Uh, on set, it's time to film the trailers, and Michelle Visage and extra special guest Judge Alessandra Torresani are coaching the girls. On Team Phoenix, Delta messes up a line read, Phoenix can't open up the, to the camera, and Michelle scares Raja. On Team Mariah, Mimi delivers intensity, Mariah forgets her lines, and Shangela and Alexis crush it. Uh, and it's elimination day. Not much happens, but Phoenix is nervous, and the girls all think Mimi's makeup looks ridiculous any thoughts there adam salandra on what just happened um i have a few first of all yeah i totally understand not everyone is an actor obviously great were you an actor are you an actor yeah okay uh so that that's actually a lot later this is to say you know it's easy for me to say because i grew up acting so when you have uh whether i'm good or not like I, i i can do it like when you when you have some sort of talent, it, it's easy to assume like, oh, this is easy for everybody. That's mm-hmm. fine. I get sure. that. But they're drag queens, so they're at least performers. So I don't understand how specifically Phoenix mm-hmm. could be so just absolutely god-awful at acting. Well, do you think... And I think we're starting to see this. I mean, at the time, this wouldn't be a bad assumption to make because up to this point, the two previous winners had been look queens, right? That's true. And even this season's winner, Raja, is also a look queen. So they didn't think they they had to particularly be very good at anything else. But And so maybe they're... Cause you have people who are performers like Mimi I'm first, whether you like the performance or not, whether you think it's annoying or not. Right. Um, um, she is more of a, of a drag performer, a drag brunch style performer, where it looks like, now I don't know that much about the business of the drag world, but I feel that there are girls who just work a lot, who they just go out there and lip sync to some songs and they get money through them just for looking fierce. You know what? That's a good point. I have seen that before. Mariah Paris Balenciaga is one of them. Right. But there's still, it's still performing. So Mariah, for example, she might, she's not a great actor probably, but there was at least some inflection in her voice. I mm-hmm. mean, Phoenix was like uncomfortably, uh, it it almost was like he wasn't trying, which I, I don't think is, but you know, whatever, maybe I'm just, um, well, here's my question. Cause you know, I am not an actor. I'm actually the worst mm-hmm. actor. I don't, I, but that's not true. It is true. I've had friends who are writers and they ask me to do table reads and I tell them, listen, I have, I'm a terrible actor 
And they go, oh, no, you'll be fine. And then afterwards, they go, you are a terrible actor. Oh, okay. I can't even do a table read. I'm horrible. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so I'm a terrible actor. But I, and I've even often thought about this because I know you have to hit your mark and all this stuff. And when you're filming things, especially, I if I already have enough trouble trying to act, is it hard to do what Phoenix was supposed to do? You know, which was not turn away from the camera. <clears throat> Excuse me. I that I will. It didn't seem hard to me again, but um, that's that's something that I'm more forgiving about. Like if you're not used to something like that, that's fine. If you if you like messing it up or you like can't can't remember and maybe you're nervous, all of that. Just like how about even a little inflection. Frankly, I they were giving Delta praise for her performance, but mm-hmm. I felt like there was just no – I always feel this about Delta. I think she's super talented. I think she's very witty, but it's just such a dull, flat delivery, everything she says. Yeah. Um, it's hard for me to be won over. I'm, I'm going to address – let me address that now and I'll get back to Phoenix. Okay. I can say this because I'm Mexican. You can't because you're white. Okay. But um, – there are certain kinds of Mexican girls in particular. Uh, maybe guys are like this too. There probably are. Who are, I will call them the chut up variety, right? Where, and they often tend to be heavy, like Delta. And mm-hmm. they have, and I don't know what, maybe it's a certain part of Mexico that this comes from, you know? Uh, because there are parts of Mexico that they have different inflections in the way they speak Spanish. Sure. And you'll hear it sometimes, like, like you'll hear a cachola be like, I don't want the That's how they catch it from the region of Mexico. They they're very sing songy, right? Yeah. Yes. But maybe there's they're from the part of Mexico where it's just like they have no inflection. Often those women work as medical assistants or receptionists in a dentist office. But mm-hmm. what I'm telling you is maybe because every encounter I've had with Delta, well, I've only had one encounter with her, but also an encounter with her and seen her on stage or whatever is yeah. always very flat and monotone like those shut up girls. Like I'm expecting her to ask for my insurance before I see the dentist. Yeah. You know? So um, there's that. The other thing I'm going to do, I'm going to try and do, because my question to you, I mean, we know you're a renowned acting coach mm-hmm. is, so they have the, the instrument. If, if, if Phoenix is really playing the scene, right. The instrument that she's using is against the wall, which forces her to go in profile, right? Yeah. But then she's opening up to talk to the rest of the crew or to Delta or whoever. And she says something along the lines, I don't know what it is, but like, you know, the missile's going to hit us in three, two, one or something like that, right? And I think she's too in her head, but how would you do it as an actor if... The thing you're using is right here, and to use it, you'd have to turn in profile, but you're literally doing a countdown. So it'd make no sense. It, it's going to well, be here in three, two, one. That's actually a good point, is that a lot of time you have to sort of train yourself, either for camera or if it's theater, mm-hmm. for cheating out, to be like, listen, this would never happen in real life, but you just have to do it anyway. So that's the part I'm pretty forgiving about. If that was complicated to like wrap her head around while mixing in the fact that she's probably nervous. All that's good, but it's literally just the voice. I just couldn't get over it. It was just, it was awful. It was awful. I I will say this. I could do better than that. I would, I would probably be along the lines of a Raja 
Great. Rodney was great. She was good. But she wasn't like genuinely good. That's fine. But if you sell it on something like this, that's yeah. all you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're forgiven on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. There's a lot of wiggle room. But speaking of the exact opposite, fucking mm-hmm. like Mimi, I'm first. Oh Imagine God. being told to tone it down on the campiest show that's ever existed. Not that's only, wild. But then she's like, ugh, these bitches don't know. I am <laughs> the greatest actor that ever. I have my own acting company. And it's Horrible. literally like the parody of a bad line read. Truly. She's like, I am your mother, father, and your mother. Like, what is that? What is that line read? It was it was the exact opposite of Phoenix. And it and it so it just goes to show you yeah. can be too much, but at the same at the end of the day, for a drag show, it's obviously Mimi over her. Yeah, but they but Rue even put her in the top three. Um yeah, uh, I don't I understand why. Well, first of all, it was by group. I think that someone like Manila would have like knocked her no, out. Oh, because she didn't single out um let me see who's in their team. She didn't single out Mariah or uh, Yara or Stacey. Right, but Mimi was Mimi was annoying, but she was still delivering what the challenge asked for more than the others. Mm-hmm. She just happens to be unlikable, so that also I think infiltrated a little bit. Yeah. Well, I think they also knew she was going to be a focus. Very good point. Yeah. Um, I'm just realizing I would really love, love, love to see Mimi back on All Stars. Now that I realize how oh, she is, a hundred percent. Yes, we need it. I think one of the reasons she hasn't been is is it when during this whole. Actually, she's one of the people that got saved. There are a couple of people who got saved by the Sherry Pie drama. Uh, one of them being uh, another queen from that season. I won't even say who it is. I don't want to Did date. You say saved. Yeah. And that what do you right mean? before Sherry Pie, there was another queen from season 12 who had her own uh, accusations. Not of catfish or anything like that. I think yeah, of like. I a, think I know what you mean. Like a, not sexual assault, but like date rape, I think. And Some, that, <laughs> just a. Well, no. Just a cat that, yeah, just a cat. Just your good old fashioned date rape. Yeah. But um, so it is sexual assault. I, I guess I meant not a violent sexual assault. Well, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, Guys, okay. I put my foot in my fucking mouth. Just real. I recognize I made a mistake, and I'm not going to even try and dig myself out. You know what he means. You know what I mean. Calm down. But, uh, but I believe Mimi and first also had some sort of drama around that time as well, uh, where she was being accused of. Oh, that sounds a little some, familiar. Yeah, but some, they're really popping up all over now, aren't they? In the in the queen world, I mean. Yeah, but you know, it, you know, I go back to, and I'm not forgiving this behavior. I'm not forgiving mm-hmm. this behavior. But it 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 speaks to a bigger issue that even RuPaul has brought up before. I mean, I don't know on our podcast or wherever, where the world of drag has always been or historically been a subversive culture. Yeah. And it's actually because of RuPaul. It's funny that she's being, you know, hoisted by her own petard on this. But it's because of RuPaul that has become mainstream and family friendly. And you see kids yep. at DragCon and and young people because 
That's not and because Ru, RuPaul will tell you it's not meant for children. RuPaul will tell you it's meant to, and so and in that world of subversion, the, a lot of weird shit happens. You know, whether it be drugs, whether it be sexual impropriety. You know, like for instance, there was a queen for this current season. Right now, we're as we're as we're talking, season thirteen say. is airing, and there was a queen who was uh, eliminated from the race right before the competition began because. Uh, it came out that in her show, she airdrops people's photos to the audience or to people. Yeah. And she grabs people's phones yes. from the audience. First of all, how are that like makes someone like, this feels like a lot to, uh, if like someone really didn't want it to, ha- I mean, just a lot happening. Give me your phone, unlock it for me, get me to the photos, let me find a dick pic, then I'm going to send it out. Yeah. But BT Dub, and I don't know how long it's been since you've taken a dick pic, but, uh, few minutes yeah but do you keep it on your phone um i i I think i I guess if i was like on the prowl Mm -hmm. you just want to keep on to it so you don't have to keep snapping them if you find one you like maybe yeah but here's the deal this is why this is one of the great things about dating someone younger yeah is they always know all the tricks I remember when <laughs> when Aiden and I started swapping nudes, I mentioned mm-hmm. to him, I said, ugh, but I don't want this. And he's like, why would it be on your phone? And I was like, well, I want to, he's like, put it in your notes app and lock it. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know that was a thing you could do. I just found out this mo- in this moment. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, the, the notes it, Yeah, you can lock, the, you can put the pictures in there. And lock the app, and it'll ask you to put in a code that you would need to know to unlock it. Well, thank you, Aiden. So now you know where all my nudes are. Of That's both, right. Uh, An extra layer of security. Yeah, but there's no nudes in the phone. Phone is perfectly safe. Here, Mom. Want to look at this? Go look at that. All right. That's, so there, that's there you go. Tip, but you up. always do it for me. Because you know what it is? And, and you're in that age where you I don't know where you are on this. But... Uh, uh, with people of a certain age and younger, like, look, the the phone is a, a, an essential tool. I don't know what I would do without this phone, but it's still sure. a tool, okay? Right. But for a certain age and younger, I'll say 30 and under, it's not a tool. It's an extension of their body. It's an extension of who True. they are. And just the way you know how your hand moves and stuff like that, they know everything about the phone. I remember one time... On a different guy I was dating, who was also younger, trend alert, and <laughs> we were watching uh, some sort of, I don't remember what we were watching, like a live feed of something, right? It wasn't salacious, it was a live feed, right? It was boring. So yeah. he said, I'm going to go, right? And he took off. And then right when he hung up, or you know, disconnected... The I don't remember something happened. It was crazy. Like the guy started fighting with his girlfriend. It was all this drama and all this stuff. We were whatever we were watching, right? And he, I go, I tried to call you, and he was like, I didn't answer. I didn't know what to do. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know how to like screen capture. I didn't know. Anything. He's like, why don't you just film it on your phone? And I was like, I never thought of that. Well, would you ever think of that? Now, I was confused what you were saying, that there was a fight happening 
in your We were watching a live feed. I actually now that I think about it, I think it was Chatterbait. I think we were watching oh, a Chatterbait. I see, I see, thing. I see. I see. And you were watching it, and it, you didn't know how to like record, like capture that was happening. Yeah. What I think of it, uh, usually no with phone things, but I tend to record a lot of things in my life, mm-hmm. so maybe in that scenario. But I see what you're saying, and I'm you actually know already since the, since the day we've virtually met. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm technology is sort of a weak area for mm-hmm. me. I, I haven't learned as quickly as my peers. Yeah, like I've seen people who use the phone as essentially like a mirror, you know? Mm -hmm. I would never think of that. You know, they do it for all kinds of I've done that. Oh, have you really? Sure. Just the last last looks. All right. Very good. Well, I'd never think of doing that. Well, anyway, you know what that means, Adam Slender? Speaking of looks, it is time for the looks. Usually my least favorite segment, but now that we do it in this new and exciting way... My favorite segment. No, it's not. But uh, <laughs> let's talk about the looks in a very general way. I even realized that, like last week, I uh, even broke my own rules and started talking about individual looks. But did you have any big thoughts? Any big general overarching thoughts? Uh, well, uh, you may recall I actually chose this as my dislike of the week, so I yeah. guess that's a pretty overarching thought. Um, <laughs> I really otherwise didn't, though. I, I sort of like wrote little notes by each one, mm-hmm. um, just in case. I do love India's tits, I will say. I feel sure. like those were controversial Yeah. Uh, throughout the season. Like, you're like, oh, she's going to keep wearing them, but I enjoyed them. Okay. Um, but I, none of them were like, oh my gosh, this is so cool, including Raja, who usually does impress me. You don't like I think like Raj's, Raj's look is pretty good for the challenge. It's so funny because I feel like a challenge like that would just be crushed now. Like well, they uh, did, it, didn't they I do think it? That's why I feel like. Didn't they do it like in season ten? I remember Miss Cracker with a big space look. That sounds familiar. Also, Detox's silver is yeah. gives me that vibe, even though that mm-hmm. wasn't the directive. I don't think Alaska did an alien. Maybe All Stars Two just did one. Then now that yeah. we're saying that. But either way, yes, it wouldn't look like this today, which is probably why I was disappointed. Yeah, but there are a number of people like Delta Work, like actually even say, even though Manila looked fierce, what was particularly space about what Manila wore? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, Agreed. Delta Work. Um, I didn't understand why they hated Carmen Carrera's outfit so much. Do you have any answers on that? I didn't either i didn't notice they that it was bad until they told her that in the thing but you know that's you and me so by the way the category was futurama glamorama oh oh, glam yeah yeah some people did really fall flat on that yeah all right do you have any other thoughts to say on the looks i don't all right well (laughs) my god i just cannot believe i'm saying it those are the looks All right, on the main stage, RuPaul names Team Mariah as the winners of the challenge. As for the individual win, it's a two-way tie between Shantula and Alexis Mateo. As for Team Phoenix, they're all up for elimination except for Raja, who has immunity. In the end, Delta Work and Phoenix go head-to-head in a lip-sync battle for their lives. The song, Bad Romance by Lady Gaga. In the end, Delta Work is told Shantae you stay while Phoenix is asked to sashay away. Adam Salandra, any final thoughts on the episode? I love the song Bad Romance. Yeah. And so I felt like it was very much wasted on these two. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, Delta was fine. She she really she gave old school. Yeah. Which I like. I love a throwback. But uh, for this song again today, I think would have looked very different. Yeah. So that's unfortunate. Uh, I thought Stacy Lane Matthews was shockingly like pretty great in the uh, or at least what they ended up using. Yeah. Um. So that's great. Favorite part was when. It's just so mean. Or at least they edited it this way to be like, damn the rules, let's have a tie. And Mimi thought, I got it. And then yeah. it was the other two. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. That's when they started fucking with the girls. And I think they like fucking with Mimi. Um, what I do want to talk about, uh, and and, and uh, do you have any other final thoughts? Have you, have you released all your thoughts, Salandra? Um, you know, I'm reading through, but there's really nothing that's... Uh, Except that Phoenix leaving saying that she didn't deserve to go home. I mean, she's actually ghastly. So I think she read that room wrong. But You know what's so funny? is Before we go to Untucked, I will say this is often held up as not an iconic episode, but it's an episode everyone who's seen season three mm-hmm. remembers. Uh, forget true. Untucked. Forget Untucked. Everyone remembers that they did a space acting scene and... Yeah. You know the outfits and whatnot, and just a vague memory of it. If they don't, if you remember it, you know this is one of those. It's like this episode and the and the and the workout episode with Susan Powder, like oh, and of course the one where they do the patriotic one with the bam and the all. Like there are a few episodes that I remember those episodes, but yet now watching it in terms of a recap, I don't really have a lot to say. Like there's not really. Uh, you know, one of the bad things about how short these episodes are is you don't ever spend enough time in any one moment to really analyze anything. And in fact, to do a transition, to do a segue, as they say in the biz, as you know, let us yeah. get into, you know, one of the most iconic, I don't know if it, uh, uh, untucked episodes, but, uh, uh, definitely one of the most iconic untucked moments. But before we do, uh, I know we both watch Untucked. Did you? What did you walk away with watching the entire episode? Because I, I pulled a couple of clips, but uh, what did you walk away from it with? Um, that it is a different time. <laughs> yes, it's a very, very different time. I was, I was shocked by the number of times I was shocked by what I heard because yeah. there were things said that. We know we can't say today. Every one of those queens knows they can't say yeah. today. Mm-hmm. Um, but but at the time, obviously, or they wouldn't have really aired it, or someone would have fought back about it. No one, no one blinked an eye, and it wasn't that long ago. No, it was only ten years ago. Do me a favor, tap on your microphone. Oh, yeah, all right. Uh, are you? It sounds like you're like in a very echoey right now. Yeah, uh, I feel the same. I don't know why. Yeah, maybe you're in a church. Well, I mean, that is true. I guess I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah. yeah. It, it is weird that there is a priest doing mass behind you right now. And I'm thinking that I'm surprised he's not uh, uh, saying it. Well, it's, it's because it's Lent. So obviously uh, I go each morning. Yeah, mm-hmm, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, then let's actually kind of get into it. There was one moment in particular that, that's apart from the, you know, uh, I'm sugar daddy moment and all that. that right. I wanted to pull. So at one point, as they did pre- current version of untucked they just randomly just went to another room uh yeah <laughs> i like that yeah shangela and alexis for no reason whatsoever got up and went to the gold bar 
right? And yep. uh, they decide to have a conversation in the gold bar. I think it's the gold bar. The other, they go to the they go was, switch yeah. rooms. Okay, and mm-hmm. uh, they have the, they have a, a bunch of things. We're just talking shade. They're just being shady about the other girls. But they have this conversation. I'm gonna play it right now, and I'll stop it as we go. But they have okay. this conversation. Mariah's look is very fishy. Even which even now fishy now is going out of favor. Yeah. But yeah. okay, I'll forgive that one. All right, here we go. But Shangela still says fish constantly. I, and yeah. I was so well, I, I, I honestly that up that. until a few years ago that was a big thing that people said. But yeah, mm-hmm. when she's a boy, she is very big on skincare. She gave me very transsexual. Her toes have been like who says transsex? My parents say transsexual. Well, maybe in Puerto Rico. Yeah, painted since the day she got here. Yes. I think Mariah have work done on her body, her face, or something, because she's too real to be true. And the whole real thing. She's too real to be true. <laughs> she's too real to be true. Uh. Is this America's Next Drag Superstar, or is this America's Next Tranny Superstar? This is- oh, that is so problematic. <laughs> yeah. That, okay, now obviously that was the most shocking part. Obviously not just to hear the word was shocking, because yeah. it is now. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, what she's essentially saying is trans people can't do drag in, yeah. in, in a way. I'm sure she would argue that she wasn't saying that. But if she's saying that's not what the show is, then it's – I mean, I guess on a in, a in a her defense level, it's more she's saying you're not trying to be the prettiest real woman. You're trying to be a, a drag queen. And, and you could argue that, but that's not what the show is now anyway. Yeah. You know what's so funny is uh, I don't know this Shangela. I've never met this Shangela. Never encountered a Shangela, right? But I have a sense on just what I've seen on Shangela about uh, from Shangela on the show that were mm-hmm. I to ask her about this, I think the right thing to be would say something along. You know, I've learned, I've grown. It was a different sure. time. Blah, blah blah blah. But I don't think she would do that. I think it would all of a sudden be this. Dancing around obfuscation and trying to deflect it back on you and why are you asking the question and hold up, honey, you don't know me and you were the and I'm like, that's that's the thing. I think I'd be interested to see someone bring it up with Shangela, which I think now in gay media, that is like verboten. It is weird how um gay media and um also just, you know, sort of like uh liberal media too, so to speak, and, and I'm a progressive and whatnot, but it it you, you know, you've seen a lot of the, uh, we're seeing a lot of the, um, tongue tie, don't know what to do about like Andrew Cuomo and whatnot. Right. Like whenever it's on the left, it gets tricky. And so, yeah. like, and Shangela is sort of like this, uh, beloved queen. And I don't think anyone would, I would love for someone to bring this up with her. And I don't think they would. And do you think, I, I just would be shocked if she was able to get away with it. Always, but it's true since no one's necessarily coming for, but people are always coming for somebody on the internet at least. And she was, she was, people turned against her for being in uh, Puerto Vallarta. That's true. That's true. But has anyone asked her about it? Not that I heard. Cause again, I, and before seeing this, I didn't remember this even happened. Cause of course, when we watched it at first, yeah. we didn't realize it was inappropriate. Yeah. No, so. we probably, yeah, we've all, we've all evolved. And again, mm-hmm. like I said, it's very easy for her to get out of this. My guess would be, I don't know, that she would not address it. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Mm-hmm. America's drag. Superstar. Drag. One more time for the girl. Drag. Okay, and I think the jig is up. Okay, yes. 
Shangela and Alexis rejoin the girls in the lounge. So what did y'all talk about over there? Oh, I don't know why I didn't edit that down. Okay. So, okay. So that's that clip we've said that that's, that's, that's something that never, ever, ever comes up ever. on the show. It never comes up on the show. And that's why I'm, and we're going to go to the next clip. The only, the only one other clip in it, it's, it's obviously it's the, you know, the very brief, I'm not a, I don't have a sugar daddy speech, but like, I, I, right. I want to say be this because cause you and I talked before we recorded this. When I was watching the episode, I was a little surprised because we've all seen on every clip package about Untucked, they play this moment, right? It's an iconic moment in the show. Sure. But I really felt in this case, the context, not that it's any different, but the context, I think, makes it a little more balanced. But I don't know what you – did you walk away with that or no? Um, Wait, with which – in oh, other words, the, um, like, you know, when we see it, it, it's definitely portrayed as Mimi, what a fucking bitch she is. No, get me wrong. I think Mimi, Mimi is a crazy ass bitch, right? But when I, when I was looking at the context of it, it felt a lot like bullying on Mimi. And then Mimi just says one thing back and it's like, that's the worst thing that anyone's ever said. But what was your takeaway? <clears throat> Excuse me, I agree with you 100%. I was like, oh, wow, what? why is it an attack on Mimi? Yeah. First of all, just actually why? Like, even if Mimi's annoying, fine. But Shangela was definitely digging in. Mm-hmm. And until finally Mimi said that one thing and then she flipped. It was like she was baiting her, digging and digging in. And then when she said something, it was like, oh, okay. Now I can also see Shangela as someone who's like looking to – Produce a moment. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. So f- fine, and she certainly did do that. But um, I, I didn't come across thinking I was on Team Shangela, even though in life I am compared to Mimi. Yeah, 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 yeah. One hundred percent. I agree with you. One hundred percent. In fact, I don't know. How I pulled this part of it, but when they go back, so when Alexis and Shangela go back to the form decor lounge, they. Actually, go after Mariah first about that very tranny yeah. person, and uh, and <clears throat> Mariah Mariah just deflects it right back on them. She's like, "Well, you." It's funny because well, then Mimi gets thrown under the bus as well. She goes to every girl in the room and is like, "That's what starts. That's what starts it off." And I, it actually was killing me. She pointed to every single person of Mimi and wasn't in that moment trying to actually shade Mimi but yeah but, but even did. Mimi owns it Mimi's like well I'm not trying to do female illusion and that what's right. funny is right before the sugar da- we're gonna hear I don't know why I'm telling you this but right before the sugar <laughs> daddy comment Mimi says something quote unquote nice to Shangela like I could never look like you you always look like you're ready for the runway that's just not me yeah and then she throws in the little sugar daddy jig I mean um dig and uh it's a whole thing so let's, let's yeah. see what we have here let's just go through okay, okay. let's see uh let me ask you something let me ask you something mariah yes baby i gotta tell you the tea the girls have been coming to me and what girls have been coming to she's the one that brought it up in the in the gold bar <laughs> imagine everyone coming yeah. to shangela like Shand- what do you think? And, and by the way i think mariah might be a transgender let me go to shangela about this like why would they go to shangela <laughs> literally thing yeah. Well, girl, I don't think Miss Mariah should be in the contest anyway because she's already a tranny. Hmm. It's just so cringy that word now, and it's just—it's uh, weird how much time has changed. 
It you really know? is. But then, but even even if all of this is true, even if we're in, to go, I mean, she's coming for her. She, you're right. She's producing her moment here on the show. I mean, Chandler's really good at that. Oh so, yeah. yeah. Here we go. Well, you just have a very feminine features, like you're snatched. You too. Yeah. And you too. This is, this is Mariah pointing to all the girls. At this point, she's pointed to Shangela and Alexis. And you too. Yeah, now that's Stacy. And we, we, we exchanged our notes. <laughs> that was to me. So why didn't I get in that category? <laughs> why did you go around the corner everybody else but me? Oh, because you do camp. She said you look like a man. I'm See, okay, look, okay. Me, uh, Mariah's being diplomatic and says, because you do camp. And then Shangela digs in and says, she says you look like a man. Right. She's yeah. she's trying to cause trouble. Not trying to make an illusion, girl. I'm not trying to fool nobody. I'm a woman. I'm a man in a dress. No, listen, I don't think I'm, I don't consider myself a female impersonator. I'm a drag queen. There is a there's a big difference for me. I think we're all supposed to be polished. We can have dramatic makeup. It needs to be blended. I disagree. I don't think it has to be polished. Completely disagree. I don't think that we need to walk around with blotchy makeup to 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 be drag queens. You can be dramatic and be smooth and polished and everything blend in. I'm tired of seeing patches and blotches of highlight here and there. No, ma'am. Girl, smooth that out. Blend it out. Okay. Okay, let's stop right there. Do you feel we're there right now? Do you feel you have to be polished now? Do you think that's still a thing? Oh, my God, yeah. For, I mean, for Drag Race, yes. Uh-huh. For out in the real world... As a drag queen, I think it depends. I think in big cities now, probably they look to them to be that way. <clears throat> Excuse me, but um, if I'm if I'm going to see like a really campy, funny queen, I am. I personally am. Not, well, you know, we're not looking at the looks you and I either yeah. way. But uh, we're not we're not studying the makeup. We're going to laugh. Yeah, but, and I'll, I'm the worst at judge makeup. Sometimes they point things out in Drag Race. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like not until they point it out, like. Uh, like candy hose beard did i notice i mean that's like i'm so bad at it like you know, hey yeah. we're gonna need to bring some uh special guests on all stars six during the um by the way people don't know cilantro works at a glory hole but in the mornings which is we usually record an afternoon when this yeah. all settles yeah yeah <laughs> but uh he just he just got off his shift at uh the zone so, please forgive me yeah have you ever been to the zone no, sadly, someone was just telling me about it, and I was like, "Oh, that ship's probably sailed now." But it sounds wonderful. I strangely probably think it hasn't, but okay, I don't know. <laughs> Knowing what I know about the zone, they probably still no. They 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 change no, still open. Yeah, they speak. change no procedures whatsoever. <laughs> Uh, all right, here we go. Like in New York, it's very different. Everywhere else, you either were getting ready at the club or you were throwing your stuff into a car and you were going there and you were taking care of. In New York City, you got to get ready at home, go on public transport, go to the gig. There's no dressing rooms in the bars in New York City. Now, time out. What is- I don't know if that's, any of that's true, but. Now, listen, even if, let's say it's true. Mm-hmm. What, what? What actual difference does that make? Because mm-hmm. then do your makeup well at home. It doesn't yeah. change the argument. Actually, you're right. If anything, it argues more against what she said. They should be <laughs> yeah. totally polished. You know? So that was a weird choice, yeah. but okay. What does that have to do about you putting the time and effort into your face? Yeah, that channel makes a good point there. <laughs> it's, it's very different. It's a very different, it's a different style of drag. So you're saying the queens in New York are busted and horrible. Listen, it's rough around the edges. Make it's it rough work. around the edges wherever you are. You have no excuses. You have no excuses for not turning out every time you hit the stage. 
I'm feeling. But why are they coming after Mimi? I don't understand. I mean, I I know they just don't like her, and there's a lot to not like. But it does sure. feel like they're ganging up on her, specifically Shangela. The other girl are pretty much sitting there quietly. Shangela, well, yeah, that's uh, it fully Shangela is, and that's why it's that's why it's hard to be Team Shangela in it because it's like you know Mimi is annoying, so it actually wouldn't have been that hard to take your side, but yeah. she's not. You kind of got to make her start it, but yeah. she didn't. She yeah. was coming for her. Yeah. Well, here we go. Like all of them versus me right now. True. Everyone, all the contestants but me. You were picked by me for a particular. Uh, Mariah doesn't seem to be picking on her. Mariah seems to be not a very strong defense, but a weak defense of her. Oh my gosh! I actually thought it was endearing. Yeah. That Mariah was like, "No, I stand by that I picked her because." Yeah. It, I mean, it. It. She absolutely was. It, that was forced to happen. Shangela yeah. was right about that, but she was like, "No, I'm not going to sit here and like." You're attacking this girl, and I yeah. felt like. Larise. Well, wait a minute. What she picked? She was the last person. You didn't have a choice. I needed a villain, and she's my villain. <laughs> Mariah. She was left between her and the blank space. What she picked? She was truly picked, and I stick by <laughs> every one of my decisions. Pageant queen. By the way, if we remember later, Karma's a bitch because Shangela's the one not picked. Uh, that is yeah. right. Yeah. So, uh, all right. There was no choice. I like how pageant queen gets the boom. Mm-hmm. You fucking know what a horrible insult to call someone a pageant queen. <laughs> she had to take Mimi. <laughs> pageant queen. Yeah. Last time on the runway, they asked her, are you going to be always camp? You told them you could do glamour and you were high fashion. So do you feel that you deliver that today? That's the question. Well, okay, that's an interesting discussion because she said it is because she's doing a Lee Bowery thing, which right. um, by that point they weren't doing club kid kind of things on the show. I mean, again, neither you nor I think that we are in any way qualified to to say. But um, was she doing fashion? Well, you're she right. We aren't qualified, but but he, here's what I will say that. Um, Mimi's point that I agree with is that it wasn't the challenge is that if you're doing something, what was the actual runway theme? It was space or something to do with space. Yeah. Like why would you be doing like a classic glamorous look? And I mean, you could, of course, but just because the judges said it, I mean, also at the end of the day, they have, well, I don't know if back then, but they have sort of plans for each, each theme. Yeah. Well, Mimi says it and we'll hear it in a second. She's not wrong. She said, I knew every girl was going to do quote unquote Judy Jetson hooker. And she, right. you look around the room, they are all doing a version of Judy Jetson. Yep. yep. And so, yeah. So it, Mimi's not wrong here either. Question. No, but I don't think that was a challenge. Don't tiptoe around the answer. The thing is, you told them you have glamour. Do you think you can gl- deliver glamour? Because you just told us that what you do is camp. I was channeling Lee Bowery today. You, girl. It was Cam. And I wonder if these girls know who Lee Bowery is. I wonder that too, but I would, just because we do, which is, you know, from the show for me, but I would think at least some of them do. Yeah. Which is, which is really funny. I think I pointed this out in the episode is later after this run on drag race, Alexis goes club kid. Alexis adopts a lot of a club kid style. Here we go. Yeah. No, it was Lee Bowery, girl. Did you see this glass I was wearing? It was Lee Bowery. 
No one ever argues with that because I don't think they know who Glee Bauer is. You yeah. always put thrown together. Those eyes just glued onto that costume. What is the deal? And your fishnets That's are ripped. That's not from Future. Your fishnets are ripped they all over the place. They were they were on the runway, girl. Yes, they were. Those fishnets were ripped. That's just the truth. I if keep you, it real. You know I'm Shangela. I know you're Shangela. I know who you are, Bougie Nina. It's, it's not about me knowing who I am. It's the truth. The fishnets were ripped. Done. But what does it do with anything? Why are they teasing? Like, with anything. And also, why aren't you sitting there like, thank God this girl's wearing ripped. She looks horrible. Yeah. She'll be gone soon. Why are they mad at her? I don't know. It's weird. But listen. Oh, uh, wait, oh, hold, hold, anyone hold, else hold, on hold, the fish? Hold. Wait, you gonna let me speak? No. Anyone? Are you gonna let me speak? Shannon goes, no, and just talks over her. When yes. I saw the fishnet, were they ripped? I saw the fishnets and they were ripped. Done. That's all I tell you the truth. Okay, out of the runway, out of the runway, who had the most creative idea on the entire mic? Because because there were there were five thousand Judy Jetson hookers. Out oh there. wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, see this is where Shannon shows now. She's looking now for any reason to be offended. She she wants to throw that drink at Mimi. Oh yeah. She had a drink and she wants to throw it at her. Wait a minute, hold on. So I like a Judy Jetson hooker. Yeah. So I'm Judy Jetson Hooker. It was a lot of the same. It was a lot of the same. And you're different? It was a thousand times more. They just, <laughs> they just said, you are doing camp, we're doing glamour. And then she says, we're doing Judy Jetson Hooker. Oh, and you're different? And you're like, literally, what? you just said, told me I was doing different. More creative than anybody's here. A thousand times. Like, I'm not going to come down the runway looking like you. Like, you do you. I'm going to. Okay, here it comes. Here it comes. Okay, we're getting there. All right. I'm not going to come down the runway looking like you. All right. Here we go. Be me. What is me and what is you? All right. Now that's set up for an insult, but that means it doesn't go there. What is you? Girl, look at you. Grab a mirror. You can come down the runway and look like you've stepped off a Rodeo Drive like a that is a compliment. Goddamn small. I will never look like that. True. Okay. And then she says true. true. (laughs) She's pushing it. Yeah. She wants, she has that drink. It's loaded in the chamber. Yeah. You'll never be glamour. Okay. Then Chandler responds with, now I'm going to read her again. But just because uh-huh. you've got a sugar daddy who pays for everything for you. Look, it's a schoolyard. It's, it's so dumb. It's like, <laughs> Truly, and she was pushed into it. That's like if she made a your mama joke and was like, you know, your mama is so fat when she sits on a rainbow, Skittles come out. And then she goes... My, my mom, mom has never sat on a rainbow. <laughs> like, yes, if she wanted to sit on a rainbow, she probably could have. Yeah. And you know what? Gold would come out, you bitch. All right. Oh. Those girls with that. Where did this bitch hear that I had a sugar daddy? Time out. Hold up. Hold up, sweetheart. Let's get it together before you want to read. I'm not even in a relationship. Let alone have some old man shacked up with that's buying me all my dragon costumes. I don't. Aiden is shook right now, but uh, <laughs> but <laughs> not only that is I buy Aiden a lot of costumes, but uh, I yeah I do. Oh, constantly. Just, just the other day, got a Judy Justin Hooker costume. Oh, but, good, good, yeah. good. But uh, but it's such a it's just a dumb insult. Like she's like she's actually arguing with the veracity of that. It's so weird. Yes. I have a sugar daddy sweetheart. Everything that I've had, I've worked for. And I worked for to get. And I've built myself. So I need you to know that 100%. I I will say, and I know I'm I'm kind of in the middle of this iconic speech. I think what really happened is 
that Mimi struck a nerve with something with Shangela. Because I do, and I think you would agree with this. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think you would agree that Shangela does work very hard. And she, oh God, she, yes. she is like nonstop. I mean, you told a story yes. about Shangela and, and you at After Buzz. But, um, uh, I don't take that away, but I think it's something that she's very sensitive about of being accused of being oh, either lazy sh- or not a hard worker or not earning what she gets. That's what I was thinking. This yeah. is she was clearly triggered, even though she was prodding a fight. This yeah. obviously triggered her, and it is if she doesn't have a sugar daddy, what is it that's triggering to yeah. her? Maybe she is accused, or maybe she takes it. Maybe she's proud of how hard she works. So is it? Yeah. So who knows? But she's triggered here. Yeah, I don't have a sugar daddy. I've never had a sugar daddy. If I wanted a sugar daddy, yes, I probably could go out and get one because I am what sickening. You could never have a sugar daddy because you are not that kind of girl. Maybe everything I've had, I worked for, and I've gotten myself. I built myself from the ground up. You. Hold on now. Hold on now. <laughs> All right, so that's the both of the most important moments from Untucked. Did you have any other thoughts on the Untucked? Did we, anything we didn't cover, Adam Salandra from Show well, Business? Well, there is just one thing I want to say about the drink. I, it feels like there was a weird editing thing because it, she's like in the speech and then suddenly she bends down. Yeah. It feels like there was a moment that they cut out. Um, not that I think that there was something happened that we didn't see that was more justified for the drink. Shangela, like she wanted that moment. That's great. But I wonder, and also isn't there rumors of like, that it, it actually got more physical. Than yeah. I think what that's, what, that's what Alexis alludes to that. It got more physical yes. than what we saw. And that's why they took a break. I hate us. I would, I told you, I have a friend that worked at world of wonder. I should, he's very careful about yeah. what he says, but if you get him at the right moment, he will spill some tea. I should ask. I should. I should prod him and see if I can get. You him. should t- get him drunk and then uh, prod him. Because he gave me the. Tea. Oh, because you know he he told me, and I'll tell you privately about what happened with Matthew and Rue. You know. Uh, oh, I wonder if he. Did maybe I me. did tell you. I don't know. Oh, yeah. We were doing I Golden did. Girls at the time. We were doing Golden Girls at the time. So maybe I did tell you. It sounds familiar, but I can't even remember fully. Anyway. Yeah. So, great. Good. Yeah. He's, he's got info. So he's let's got hear info. It. So I, I, I will find out what happened on season three. And, Please uh, do. Yeah. Plus, it's after 10 years, it's like safe, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. And I think he would feel the same way, too. I think he feels more uncomfortable with like more recent stuff. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Uh, is there anything else, Adam, that you want to say about this? Just that it's been a pleasure. Of course, it's always a pleasure with you. I think I told oh. you my boyfriend listened to this. Did I tell you that he listened to this episode? He thought it was one of the best things we've ever done. Now, look. Really? Last, last week? Yeah, last week, yeah. Wow. Now, by the way, for everyone listening, for the future reference, I had a shitty day today. And we almost didn't record. Yeah. So if my energy's a little low today, that's why. I can't even believe we did this much of a show today, I'll be honest. I I feel like you pulled through. I did, Salandra. I did. Yay me. You always do. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each old episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 3. So, for Adam Salandra and myself. Bye. (laughs) Sashay away. All right. Thank <laughs> you.
Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. For more Drag Race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. You can follow Adam Salandra on Instagram at Adam Salandra. That's A-D-A-M-S-A-L-A-N-D-R-A. Follow Joe Batance on Instagram at Joe Batance. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast.